from Jush's house, a.k.a. Jane Parrott. Thank God that you are able to come here today. I appreciate your time and your effort to sit and listen to the beautiful and wonderful Word of God. I am so gracious today. God is good to me. I thank you for all his many blessings he has bestowed upon me. I thank him for his sweet spirit that lives in my heart. I thank him that he touched my mind every day, that he gives me grace and mercy and love and kindness. I thank you for being my provider and supplying my every need today. Today, I would like to come to you. And my topic will be um, actually talking about today is we need to press in by faith. And my scriptures will be read from the New Testament, coming from in the Bible, Luke 8 and 43 through 56, and Philippians 3 and 14. We'll be talking about the woman who bled for many years, 12 years. And she seek many physicians trying to find out how in the world is she going to be healed because she was sick. She had a chronic, chronic disability illness and no one could help her. Can you imagine women out there, you're, you have something like that happen to you and it just never stops. We you know what we go through physically, normally women who are not on menopause, but we know physically as experienced woman you had children you you uh, probably have been through different childbirth experiences and you could have had a hemorrhage where you have bled and the doctors had to do some surgery to stop the bleeding or in those aspects or you had a cesarean and something went wrong and they had to cut different place or maybe had to take out parts out of your body that you just like regret being gone and if that ever happened to you down the road you can imagine what this woman had to encounter with her body every day she woke up her mind probably was bottled and she was crazy and she's like oh man I have to stuff myself with the sackcloth and different stuff just to keep from uh, the blood overflowing and saturating so fast because when blood is leaking out you constantly, you have to constantly be close to a bathroom or some sort of place where you can get some relief and try to comfort yourself. And and this when blood normally when a person is cut, it it could be on their body somewhere when they're cut and the blood is gushing out their body. You begin to turn cold and weak if you do not take something and bound up the cut from it gushing out then you will feel weak it will begin to feel cold and weak and it feels like you're going to die well I can imagine she probably had to take different kind of herbs because she sought physicians they probably gave her herbs and stuff because God said herbs were for the healing so in those days they ate a lot of herbs and different things for healing their body they didn't have Tylenol and 
Advil and all this other stuff to help them with their pain or help them alleviate some of the stuff that they were going through. So therefore, these physicians was giving her like different medicines that were conjured up to help slow down what was going on. But also, herbs also have side effects. So she probably was going through all kind of stuff. Side effects in her head, body, plus she was um, having problems, you know, keeping herself together. You know, I worried about if I sit here too long, this this may happen to me or I can't sit too long. I have to get up and keep continue walking and going back and forth to bathrooms or places where, I, I, you know, I can keep myself from leaking all over the place. Because people like that, you know, they say it was flowing. So a flow is like a stream. So this 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 issue of blood streamed a lot. It flowed from her body. Not drip like tiny drips. It was flowing. And that's a scary feeling to have something, a wound or a cut, even a cut. And it just keep pushing out blood. That drive a person crazy. It'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to, huh, I'm going to freak out. Look at my blood. It's just gushing out of my foot. Ah, just you cut your foot with a piece of glass or something. You're going berserk. Because just, just, just to see your own personal blood just out of your foot. And you're trying to find something to tie it up or fix it. It would drive you nuts until you got a fix. Then you would find that comfort. So we want to know. What is the definition of press? Because this woman had pressed her way through the crowd to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. So we want to know what press means. The definition of press means to move in a position of contact with something by pushing continually physical force. This woman was pushing with all her being to get to touch Jesus because she knew she had a need. She heard that Jesus was here. So she knew the healer was here. Do you know the healer is here today? The healer is here to heal you. But sometimes you got to press your way. You got to press your way and show God that, Lord, I really want to be healed. I really need to, to touch you. I want to, I want to get your attention. I need your attention, Lord. And God turned around and realized that this woman because the virtue went out of his body, the spirit, the power went out of his body and touched her and closed up her womb from that nasty disease. We also want to know what um, is the definition of issue because we need to find out what is the issue. This issue is uh, it's a problem. It's a discharge. It's a, situ- it's a situation. It's chronic. It's something that happens more often than a year. Something that's chronic happens more than often a year, and and it has a a problem. It has a situation. So when it's really bad, it can last a long time. And that's what they call chronic illnesses or disease. She was very dysfunctional, as you can think, because anybody that mind is going through that, tripping through that constantly, I got to get up. I can't sleep in the night. My bed might be... Uh, soaked. If I have a good sleep and I go to sleep, I have to get up in the night constantly and trying to fix myself right so that I will not have accidents in public. If I have to go out to see the physicians or whatever, I don't have accidents in public. And then 
knowing that something bleeds a lot, it contains an odor because blood, when blood dries up, as I said, dead bodies, it um, has odor. And a woman, femininity changes when she's into that state. That's why different women have to use different products and things to keep their body uh, clean in that area at a certain time because if when it dries, it can cause a certain odor. Blood causes odor once it's dried up and it's not properly um, like covered or perfumed or something. It, the odor can come up and it can smell pretty stenchy. So that area, she had to constantly, can you imagine, bathe herself because when you're going through that as a woman, we know we have to constantly keep ourselves clean and bathe so that the odor will not stick to our bodies that have dried up. Or the, it's like a cleansing process. Our body goes through a cleansing process and when the eggs have to leave our body and they're not fertilized by a male, then what happens is that it has a certain odor because it's a cleaning process. And that's how the woman ovulates her body out every month if her seed is not being fertilized by a male. So we know that this woman, she was not she was not normal she was not normal at all like normal women because she was going through this every month and it was sickening can you imagine can you imagine as being a woman if you ever had to go through a situation like that you know your mind is like tripping like okay uh what is wrong with me uh, uh, you know i can't even stand up in the kitchen for like 15 or 20 minutes trying to cook me a meal because this is just too bad i have to probably wear maybe 10 underwears I'm just being frank today yeah, because hey I got a bad thing going on here you know I can't hold this in I, I no matter how I try it's not like like it's urine or something this this is deep so yeah it was, it was a very dysfunctional situation she could not function in her mind she was not normal uh, so we want to know pressing means when you're trying to reach a goal so you are trying to reach a goal and you really uh, want to get there and so you are going to press your way to get through whatever it needs for you to accomplish that desire that you are trying to get to and we also want to know what mark means mark means it's a goal and efforts it means to try to get to which you feel that it's not possible to get to. It means that I made up my mind, hallelujah, that I am going to achieve my goal no matter what is happening around me. So she she felt like she's going to achieve. She said, I am tired. Sometimes you have to get tired of something. So tired and sick of your situation. You said, oh no, I'm going to church today and I'm going to get my blessing or I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to pray or thank God until he does something for me. Or I am going to ask Father God to give me what I need. And I'm going to stand on my faith until I see it come into fruition. I see something begin to change in me. Something begin to happen to me. I'm going to continue this. Because I know my change is coming. My season is coming. My time is coming. And God is going to do it because I held on and I believe him. So no matter what, you're pressing so much that you are willing to go after it. You are willing. You have to have a willing, a willing 
a spirit, a willing mind to go after what you are trying to accomplish. I want Jesus so bad. I am willing to go after him. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what they're doing. I don't even care what they're saying. I got to have my miracle. And whatever it takes for me, I'm going to press. I'm going to try to get there. I'm going to make my efforts. Effort. You've got to make effort. Effort is trying to accomplish something that you have never accomplished before. I'm trying. And I'm going to keep trying. I ain't giving up. That means that I'm determined. So we also want to go and learn what when Jesus said the he felt the virtue. It is the power of the anointing. God said the anointing destroys the yokes. So we want to know, sister, what is a yoke? Oh, please tell me. Because I thought you was always talking about an egg. When people say yoke in the Bible, I used to think it was an egg. No, I ain't no egg. Yoke, when it comes to the Bible, it's talking about bondage. Or being uh, wrapped into something or tied into something. Um, or you have servitude. That means you are committed, dedicated. Uh, you are a part of this now. And you give yourself to it. You're not letting it go. It, this is where you want to be. And this is what you want to partake of. And you don't want to be loose from this. This is something you love. Yoked. So, um, she was bound. This woman, she was bound. And she um, was set free by the Spirit of God. She tapped into the source. You know, and today we need to tap into the source, which is God's virtue. His power of His Spirit to get our deliverance or healing or getting issue out of our lives turned around so this woman with this chronic illness was healed because she pressed her way to Jesus she was determined and she believed that God Jesus had the power in him to bring her out of her save her and to set her free from this situation of this issue of blood Jesus he said in his word only believe if thou canst only believe, all things are possible to them who believe, to those who believe. So to those who believe. So God is saying, the impossible is the possible with me. But you have to only believe that I can do the impossible. Jesus, you know, he was amazed because she reached out and touched him by faith. That she was going to receive a miracle. Jesus felt her sincerity and her need. That is why in Luke 8:45 he asked a question. Jesus, you know, in some scriptures Jesus always asks us a question. He said, "Who touched me?" And the, and, and the disciples around me said, "All these people around you throwing throwing you, and then you say, "Who touched you?" They was like confused because they couldn't understand. This, these people only came for the fishes and the five loaves of bread, in other words. They just wanted to get in and get out. But this woman had a serious need. And God knows when he's in the building. He came. He came. So Jesus felt the spirit of his power. You know, when the woman had touched him with her belief, he, she touched God. You know, God does not look at your crying. He does not look at your pity. But he looked at your belief. This woman, she didn't cry or boohoo or weep. 
she pressed her way through the crowd. You know, there were many people just trying to get Jesus, but only this woman was determined and healing was in a house. Jesus was passing through to go and heal this other man's daughter. And healing was in the house. She heard healing was in the house. So she said, I got to get my blessing today. Healing is in the house. And I refuse to let him go back on the other side of town somewhere where I may never see him again. When healing's in the house, don't let it pass you by. That song say, do not pass me by. Savior, hear my humble cry. Wise on others that are calling, do not pass me by. She realized, I need a blessing. I need a healing. I need a deliverance. I ain't going to let this moment pass me by. Jesus is waiting with his arms open wide. Take my advice. Don't let this moment pass you by. She didn't. She didn't. She said, oh, no. This is one life, uh, one in a million opportunity for me. And I refuse to let this opportunity pass me by. So, you know, yes, Jesus was on his way to perform a miracle for a healing of a man's daughter. So Jesus was in the spirit. He was in the spirit. That's how he could feel. He could discern. Because discernment is through when, when the spirit of God is upon you. And you can discern other people's spirit. You know, that's the only way that you will know by the spirit of discernment. It's through God. You will not know. This ain't no fortune teller. We sitting there saying, mm, shakalakalaka, mm, and you trying to find out what's going on inside somebody here. That's not the way. But when God picks up on somebody's spirit, he perceived. He perceived. He said the virtue went out of me. He perceived it. You got to be in the spirit. You know. His mind was on blessing the people when Jesus was coming through the city. He was thinking about blessing the people. And he was willing to help whoever would come about believing. She got her miracle because she knew the Spirit of God was there. She heard she heard that he was able to heal the sick of diseases and problems. So she believed that if she could touch the hem of his garment, she would receive a miracle. And it's going to change her life. So she reached up to Jesus with belief and she received her miracle. So she did as Jesus perceived and got his attention. We need to get God's attention so we can get a blessing and a healing and deliverance. So we won't want to go and we'll be able to press to get what we need from God. I also want to talk about Paul in Philippians, but Paul knew there was a place that he wanted to be with God, and he knew it was going to be like a steak served on a silver platter. He realized that there was a goal that he was trying to accomplish, and the only way was to press. To press means to strive with all your might, not looking at the opposition, but looking at the end of your award. He knew how precious how precious it, it was. And it is to receive this award in life from God when, when serving God. You know, you can't get in the middle of a street and stop. You know, like you're trying to cross the street. You can't stop in the middle, of, right in the middle of the street. And you're trying to get to the other side. You will never get to the other side. You'll always be in the middle of the street if you stop. You will never get to the other side of the street. It would have been all in vain just trying to cross the street. And you, and you just stop right there. 
You know, Paul wanted God. He needed to please God. He needed. He wanted to take faith. Because he knew faith was the only thing that would please God. And to do what it was going to take to fight this opposition. He would have. But he was determined to reach his goal. He understood what value was in it for him to glorify and magnify God. He knew that he had his ambition. We know that we must also have ambition if we want to reach our goals. You know, some people in life desire to have cars and land, fame and fortune. And people just, they know, they just want to be seen and known of man. But Paul, he realized there was a far more greater accomplishment. And it was to fight. When you press, you are fighting for what you believe in. So keep on fighting and keep on pressing for this mark because it's worth it. It's worth the prize. If you want to go higher, that high calling in Jesus, you want to be the servant, that willing servant that God wants you to be. And you got to press for this. It's just like when you're in school, you want to be the best at what you are trying to accomplish. You have to press to get up in the morning, put on your clothes, get your hair done, your food, and get yourself mind prepared. Because you're saying, I'm going to a different level now in this position, and my mind has to be ready for this. I got to press my way to get to school, make sure that I'm in the class on time, and make sure that I got all my papers and books and things I need so that I can get to where I am trying to accomplish. God bless. And I hope that something was said tonight that will strengthen you, that will help you accomplish the goals that you are reaching for in Christ Jesus so that you can be all that you want to be in Christ Jesus and more. So I would like to say a prayer tonight before I go. But for someone out there who may have issues in your life and you've been going through it for more than years, two or three years, and you're just going through and you're going through and you're going through and it just don't seem like things are going to change. Things are going to get better. But don't give up. Don't give in. You've got to be determined that this is what I want from God. I need, I need this from God. And get God's attention by coming to him and showing him that he is your all in all. He is the one that you want to reach. And God, believe, have that belief in him that he is able. And God will turn around and ask, who touched me? Yes, praise God. So Lord Jesus, say Lord Jesus, I repent of everything that is not like you. Help me today to be that woman or man that you want me to be. Help me to press for the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Help me to be that saint that you are calling for in these last and evil days. Help me not to forget, Lord, where you have brought me from, where you have brought me through. Lord, let me know that you are there for me and that you want to heal me. You want to set me free from bondage. Lord, I just want to be that servant. I want to press for this mark. Lord, I want the high calling in you. I don't want to be in this position forever that I've always been in. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be where I am. Not healed, set free, and delivered. But Lord, I want to be healed, set free in my body, mind, and my spirit. In Jesus' name, I thank you for all things. I thank you for what you're doing, what you're going to do, and what you already have done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I will see you, Lord's will, if I'm not doing something else, whatever God would have me to do, I will see you in another episode. God bless and have a wonderful night. I love you with the love of Jesus Christ. Hold on, stay strong, and don't forget that God loves you. Bye.